Welcome to Jaipur Bites. I'm your host, Lakshtata. This episode is the edited version of a live session from the Jaipur Literature Festival 2021. Unscripted, Vidhu Vinod Chopra and Abhijat Joshi in conversation with Vani Tripathi Tiku. Jaipur Literature Festival and what an absolutely uh, exhilarating time it's been uh, doing the festival uh, virtually this year. Uh, first with the virtual series The Brave New World and now we are actually not in Jaipur. We are in uh, three different cities, the JLS team in Jaipur, uh, Viduji uh, and Abhijat in Mumbai and me uh, in Gurugram, formerly known as Gurgaon. So welcome Viduji, welcome Abhijat Joshi. Uh, Viduji, Varichu Mara, everything is good. Abhijat Joshi, uh, it's wonderful to have you on with us. I can't believe it. So first I'm going to be... Uh, uh, telling you the timer I used to read this book, two hours, 17 minutes flat, <laughs> and it was all over. What an exhilarating, joyous, uh, you know, journey this was to read the book. Full of dolphin moments. We are going to come to the dolphin moments of the book. Full of candor, life, love, joy, cinema, your madness. Madness is a very small word to define Vidhu Vinod Chopra ji. I would say it is a, in, in, it is a kind of an uh, entwinement uh, of what Nietzsche said. said. Uh, if it doesn't kill you, it makes you stronger. Right? So, Vidhu, let's start from the beginning. This Kashmiri boy who grew up in Wazir Bagh in Srinagar, who walked away with a spoon from a sweet shop. Everybody who knows Kashmir, I'm married to a Kashmiri funded family, knows Shakti Sweets. And who was made in bitter cold by a father uh, to go back and return that spoon to the sweet shop. Ends up with the maximum number of national awards in Hindi cinema. I'm not going to use the word Bollywood today, which you also uh, speak of in the book. Uh, gets, gets one of the youngest ever, uh, I mean, one of the youngest ever filmmakers to get an Oscar nomination. And this endless, crazy roller coaster journey continues. How has it been so far? <laughs> As you, you read the book, it's been wonderful. You know, it's, 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 it's almost unbelievable. But, you know, this journey would, would not be what it is but for people like Abhijat Joshi and everybody who's in my life, uh, Raju Irani, Anupama, my brother Veer, Shelly, my sister, my whole crew, my cinema family and my biological family, as I call them. I think the life is beautiful because of the family that, that protects me from my own madness. 
you know so that's that's i i, I am extremely grateful so abhijat you want to say anything about this <laughs> yeah i think it's uh, abhijat joshi you are a microchip in vidu vinod chopra ji brain <laughs> uh, that little microchip yeah absolutely microchip has has deconstructed narratives they are digital they are neon they are physical they are touchworthy they are absolutely crazy so the microchip moment of the whole book it's like a microcosm of a very long form interview which has become this grand book abhijat joshi how is it being that microchip tell us about it you know the most striking thing about him is the optimism so uh, what i noticed over the years was that no matter what the situation was there was this incredible optimism and this desire to seize the day somehow to make it lovely in some way you know in a small way or in a big way so there was always he was looking to either through conversation uh, through humor through drama through trying to catch something he was always trying to make every day uh, meaningful in some way which is i think the most remarkable quality of that brain so i have never seen him i have seen him down but not out really you know and he has always been able to find something to be grateful about in each day so that is quite remarkable i mean i'll give you a very quick example of that that uh, you know when i started working with him uh, how he how he likes to make things funny and interesting you know so the most mundane thing so uh, i used to forget to switch off the geezer and he <laughs> after the party and he would tell me to switch it off he said abhijat yaar ye band kar phad jayega and uh, i would always forget and i was very i was 26 at that time but just to give the just to give you a perspective it was a one room apartment apartment yes small apartment there was a the bathroom there was the bathroom and there was the room so the, so, so you know what we are talking about yeah, yeah go on and i just started working with him and i knew of his temper which was sort of legendary <laughs> and i was a 26 year old kid and and uh, i would forget this and he would go inside after a couple of days and i would hear this sound tuck he has switched it off and he would come up <laughs> i knew he was annoyed but he wouldn't say a word to me this continued for three four days and every day i would try to remember ki are yaar main bhulna nahi hai but i would invariably forget then i one day psyched myself and i remembered to switch it off i did switch it off that day he came out and for four days he had not told me ki tu tera chalu rahega that day he came out and he said ki yaar abhijat tu ye geezer zara band karta reh तेरे से चालू रह जाता है सर सर मैंने बंद किया था इसे सर इसीलिए कह रहा हूँ कि करता है आज मेरे को पता चला तू बंद कर सकता है मुझे लग रहा था तू कर ही नहीं सकता तो मैं बोल ही नहीं रहा था डिलाइटफुल the audacity of hope of mr vidubinod chopra and i am going to deconstruct that audacity of hope but there are this one thing one of course the blurb of the book is so gorgeous and i cannot be are in the middle of a literature festival so i will take viduji's permission to only read two things one very small and one chapter which is totally crazy i mean people are going to uh, hear this and then they're going to just go off and all the shelves are going to be empty by the end of uh, going past this session because it is a book which absolutely is unputdownable but you say so viduji that maybe some day some 
someone might read this book and i'm then i'm dead and gone and say a man from a small moorland kashmir had big dreams and fulfilled them without selling his soul so why can't i so this audacity of hope medu ji you are a audacious person ha huh? we used to hear small town big dream stories the film industry is full of those but you probably surpassed all types of audacity uh, and to have the courage to have that audacity to have that zig you know takes a lot you know inside of you making the kind of cinema you believe in living the kind of life you wish to live writing the kind of scripts that you wish to write you've done it all but yet finally you say if i did not sell my soul why should somebody else what does this connotate for you what does it mean for you see it takes me back to uh, ingmar bergman who is a great filmmaker he had three commandments that were written in my room when abijat came and i remember because abijat has been talking about it and the three commandments were very simple the first commandment and this is bergman saying do shall entertain which is amazing because the job of the filmmaker is to entertain not to preach so he said do shall entertain the second commandment which is uh, which is what this is it says do shall entertain without selling your soul and that comes from bergman and and the third commandment of course said make every film that you make as if it's your last because it easily could be right so 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 the point of the matter is that so it it's it's not come from me i have borrowed it from ingmar bergman and i borrowed it in the film institute when i studied him to say see there is one very simple thing i am sitting here talking to you and i can project any image of mine and in this world of projection which is all instant facebook and everything and by the way i'm on, on none of those because it's you can project any image you want of yours you see insta and everybody is projecting their finest moments in maldives mm. and here there is no sorrow everybody is happy because that's what they're projecting so i can project an image here for uh, you know jaipur lit festival after projecting that image when this screen will go off i will be very unhappy because i will know that that's not who i am so even if you like it that's not who i know i know the truth but if i am speaking the truth i'm speaking from my heart and everybody says this guy is nonsense this this session is rubbish everything that's fine but i'm happy right because i have spoken the truth so for me the selling the soul part is not only about the movies one it's a life i choose to live and it makes me very happy and i'm very happy living this life and i would like to say in this book to whoever that hey this is a good way to live look at me i'm 68 i'm happy i'm having a good time please follow this it works so this truth telling will lead me to this absolutely crazy truth telling that you did so after film institute you got your absolutely gorgeous new film award the first film award for best short experimental film for which you were promised by the government of india 4000 rupees and ladies and gentlemen what i'm about to read is something which actually put me also absolutely i was flabbergasted when i read it first i will read this then i will come to both you and abijat because this must be mad when you guys were conversing this when you were retelling this it must have been as mad as you know the kind of madness i felt so you go on stage there is 
ऑनरेबल नीलम 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 संजीव रेड्डी जी वॉज द प्रेसिडेंट एट दैट टाइम एंड आदरणीय लालकृष्ण अडवाणी जी हु आई कॉल दादा एंड सो डू यू हु इज अ इंफॉर्मेशन ब्रॉडकास्टिंग मिनिस्टर एंड यू गेट ऑन टू द स्टेज एंड वॉट हैपन यू आर कैरिंग इट मिस्टर अडवाणी और यू एक्सचेंज गोज लाइक दिस I'm trying to be with you, not Chopra. I don't know how can how much I can do for that. <coughs> Sir, this is not money. This is a bond. Dada, <laughs> yes, yes, it's money. You'll get it later. No, sir. You promised me cash. This is a bond. <laughs> There, I was talking to a minister like that on the stage of Vigyan Bhavan. Mr. Elke Admani got irritated and tried to calm me down. Uh, okay, beta. Let's meet tomorrow. We'll sort it out. Huh? Don't worry. <laughs> No sir, I'll get off the stage. I know I'll never see you again. I'll never be able to reach you tomorrow. Uh, but this is a bond. It'll be good for you, sir. You keep the bond. You give me four thousand rupees in cash. Watching our argument unfold, President Reddy asked me, "What was going on?" And I blurted out, "Sir, this gentleman promised me cash, and he's giving me this bond, saying I should go now." I know I get off the stage. Nothing will happen. Huh? I'll be done for. By this time, Mr. Advani had lost his temper and spoke firmly. I am telling you, come to Shastri Bhavan at eleven o'clock tomorrow. You give me the money, then, sir. Huh? Yes, I will give you the money. I turned to the president and I said, Sir, there are only three people on the stage: you, him, and me. Can I come to you tomorrow if he doesn't give me the money? I'm sure Mr. Nilam sir, you were ready. Just totally lost it. This is happening. I mean, probably being telecast live on Doordarshan. Yes, yes, Mr. Advani is a minister, and if he tells you, he will give it to you. He will. If he doesn't, call me. We'll help you. <laughs> रियलाइज दैट 
these stories, if I remember even after 20 years, you know, you forget what where you left your car key 10 minutes ago. But some story has an impression which is so strong that you can effortlessly recount it after 20 years. That story has a value. And I saw this man as full of these stories because he had, as I told you, even the most banal day, he would try to live in some way, in a meaningful way. So the more dramatic things you can imagine. So it's a, this book is a collection of these anecdotes. Yeah. You know, but, but I, 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 yeah. yeah. No, you tell me. Yeah. Yeah. No, what I want to say that you have to try and imagine a kid who has gone to Vigyan Bhavan with nothing in his pocket. <laughs> All the money I had from Bombay, which I had borrowed, I had used because I said, They gave me an envelope. It wasn't thick enough. Those days, you know, I thought 100 rupee note is more envelope. So I said, I don't know what to do. So I was shocked. And then I took out the thing and I realized the point is, what you have to understand, this didn't come from grit or some madness. It came from need. Mm-hmm. I needed that money to have my dinner. I <laughs> needed that money to have the breakfast next day. So it has nothing to do with madness or grit or courage. or It is something to do with need, necessity. <laughs> I needed that money. That's what I told him next day when he gave me that breakfast. He, said, he was lecturing me. I said, yeah. have you had breakfast? Mr. Advani said, yes, haven't you? I said, no, I have no money. Why? I said, because I thought I'll get 4,000 bucks and, you know, it's, it's, it, I would be rich. And, and so it, it all came from the necessity to get that money in order to literally, you know, sleep and eat and dress. So, so, so I don't look at it as a very, you know, bold or brave. I look at it, but I needed it. What to do? Well, that brings me to a very interesting concept. Yeah, yeah. You know, I think this brings me to an interesting con- concept of being authentic, you know. So, it's his need. So, he reacts in a particular manner guided by that need, not guided by the other stimuli as to how others would react in that particular situation. So, he is just guided by what should be done as a human being, not by what is done by others in similar circumstances. And I think that's the authentic thing. And I think he has lived his life in an authentic manner. That is... You, you know, Abhijat, if today I was to get four crore award in JLF, okay, yeah. I go to JLF. They say, we love your book. Here's an award. Four crore cash award. And it's incashable after 10 years. I'll say, that's, that's fine. That's okay. Thank you. <laughs> I won't thank you. I don't need it. Right. So why will I take I it from them? All the writers who will get to hear the four crores with Jantashir, where is it?
the world and what is that it is again that audacity of hope i have gotten a oscar nomination and i am going to be there so is you this the defining moment of what you believe as a creative person the cinema that you made whether it was by the way i think all of the films i even seen faces uh, i thought i remember sudhir and you did this gorgeous master class at the film bazaar couple of years ago and i remember sudhir for several weeks hunting down the national archives for that beautiful uh, first that was the first ever film right with children and you had only that much stock so you went into that you know uh, you rolled it out and you know as much as stock that you got you know you got the film together and one more thing which is so so interesting about you you have made big films you've also made films which have a large canvas but yet you've always done it frugally what is this dichotomy of uh, most people go mad they become some sort of you know megalomaniacs as creative people on spending the money whether they are the producer or not on creating canvases because they have a lavish vision of what it should look like yet you have been uh, contained in the way you've used your finances and yet you've been able to create that amazing amazing you know uh, uh, real those realities on cinema which look even larger than what they are that one uh, beautiful photograph of you taking the shot you couldn't uh, afford a trolley so you put the camera in a car <laughs> and it's moving up and down like that yeah. i mean let us look deeper into that mind i think uh, yes. people who are going to watch the session would really want to know and investigate what that mind is like see i i believe that when you first of all look at my lifestyle look at what i'm wearing where i'm sitting my needs are you know i'm having my green tea as i talk so i don't have great needs i don't throw parties i don't i have don't have many friends most people don't like me and and i don't like most people so it works beautifully and That's so so so, yeah. <laughs> so now the point is what happens in 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 movies unlike a painter or a, a writer you invest a lot of money but the moment you invest beyond let us say 200 crores then you start thinking of making compromises in your head because you'll say oh i need to put the song here i need to do this this scene there this scene need to dumb it down so so it's a hit so you actually sell away your own freedom as a filmmaker as an artist by spending more and more money on your movie you can never have your freedom but if you are spending money careful and on you know let me tell you the craziest thing on a film like shikara which i knew will not make 500 crores i spent almost as much as i spent on three years because mm. that film needed that scale i had the privilege of having thousands and thousands of refugee kashmiri pandits you've seen the film and i drove i had thousands yes, of buses that came to patni top i could have shot that bus scene in jammu or in srinagar no i went to the exact location where that incident had happened and i had i mean jim cameron was a great filmmaker saw the film uh, in new zealand and the first thing he told me and he was the first guy to, he says though all those buses were real we you know how did you do that because he was noticing the buses i why do you get so many you were, i would have got three and you know digitally created the rest i said jim i really wanted it to be authentic so it's not about 
uh, how much money you spend for your vision. Spend as much as you have to. But be careful. If you spend beyond a point, you will have to dumb down and make a rubbish film so you can make money enough to recover your cost. So that's the bottom line. That's it. I mean, I still no, remember I Raju Irani joking. <laughs> I suddenly you know, Vijad, you know, Raju Irani was joking when we did Dhobi Ghat in Munawai. He said, sir, this is Europe. No, yeah, I, 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 through, the, through, the, through the journey of this book, uh, sorry, you were saying? Uh, no, were saying in, this, in this particular context, I suddenly remember uh, his conversation with Mr. Uh, Ranjit Kapoor, the introduction of Mr. Nasiruddin Shah and Khamosh. Vinod can quickly probably tell this story. Yes, yes. It's a fascinating little story yes. that he was mm -hmm. recommending that a bus topples and the hero comes out. You, no, you and remember? Kundan Shah was Kundan Shah and Ranjit. Now, they kept saying, you know, bus will topple and Nasir will come out. And I kept saying, no, 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 bus won't topple. <laughs> then he told me, ki, Kundan asked me, why are you toppling the bus? I said, I can't afford a bus. From where will I topple the bus? <laughs> and he got so angry. Kundan was a great guy and he used to get better. You're corrupt. You're thinking of the cost of the bus. It's wrong. And I said, you know, the survival of an artist depends on the cost. I can die putting that bus down and, and in the long run I was right because you have to be you have to don't throw that bus if you want to make a good <laughs> film hold it it's okay it doesn't it's okay it'll work still no but look at Khamosh who were there on that film with you of course actors like Nasiruddin Shah and uh, Shabana Azmi but you also had Kundan Shah you had Sudhir Mishra you had half of the film industry which became <laughs> directors writers later and, you know, it's almost like a Vidu Vinod Chopra school of, uh, you know, uh, filmmaking, which gave, uh, and I remember during Parindar's time, everybody in the film industry said, if you have not worked with Vidu, Vidu Vinod Chopra as yet, you haven't arrived as yet. <laughs> I mean, this is my folklore from my drama school days. No, really. So, how has it been, this journey? Of course, uh, Renuji being a very big associate and, all the gorgeous, you know, films she edited for you. But these are people who became accomplished filmmakers, whether they were your FTIR compatriots, or whether they were people who assisted you, who were assisting you in production, who were assisting you in direction. They all became, you know, uh, uh, insignias of various kinds of cinema in the film industry. Today, when you look back and within the journey of unscripted, what does, what do you feel? What do you look at when you look at these people and you look at these journeys? So many creative journeys along with you. What is it that, you know? Well, you know, I'll tell you, I mostly don't look back because I'm doing exactly the same. At this time, there's a kid called Shikhar, a kid called Jaskoli, there's Anuja, there's Abhishek. They're all people who are going to make films someday. And I am working with them on the next film that I'm writing. And I'll hopefully shoot in three, four months. So I'm. So it's for me to look back is 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 death, really. And now this book also, I must tell you, this book was never intended to be a book just like this. Me and Abhijat Joshi talked five years back. The book was not to be printed. It was part really? of our. You know, yes, it was just in the closet. There was. We never thought we'll. I mean, we thought yes one day, but. It, the book has become a book only because Nasreen Munni Kabir came in our life to do subtitling of Shikara. 
she saw the material and she said, you know, this is the gold mine. People should know about this. Why are you print, not printing it? I said, I don't have time. You fix it. She fixed it. And if this has become, yeah. become a book, Abhijat and me should not take credit. The no. credit should go to Nasreen. Absolutely. 100%. Our, you know, that's the story of Ghalib. After dying, my house was released from my house. So this manuscript would have been thrown in, in Raddi by my children after my death. Because I, you know, it was just there. We, we never thought I'll do it. These were just a series of recordings. Correct. Yeah, these were a series book. of recordings. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> so it wasn't even even series of recordings because Abhijat recorded and he thought this was a great thing. And particularly when we were doing Broken Horses in California, we had a lot of time. So we chatted a lot and we missed India. So we talked about it and we talked. And it's just because of Naseen it became a book. So we didn't plan that book. We can't yeah. tiger enough. I will yeah. be, be probably messaging Nathleen. Please, it's really because she has done a. Abhijat, tell me, Abhijat, you've worked so long with him, and as I said, you're a microchip in his brain as far as this book is concerned. But you never wrote anything for him. Your body of work belongs to Rajkumar Irani as a director and Viduji as a producer. I mean, how did that happen? Why no. was Abhijat Joshi not writing for Viduji? In the no. middle of all these decades, you know, that you guys have been together. No, from, from the time I met him, every film that he has worked on, I have tried exactly. to help. I have tried to help with the scripting of that film. I've, he has given me credit <laughs> generously on uh, each of those films. The only thing is that when uh, with Vinod, I've always seen him as my teacher and uh, a sort of an author. So I have not uh, kind of quarreled with him over the vision of the film. I have tried to help with him with his vision. As opposed to uh, films with Raju, where uh, when we start from scratch, uh, it's very clear that uh, there is a there is a something thematic that we want to uh, say. And so from from the beginning, every line, every uh, moment of the film, uh, there is a sort that kind of collaboration. Whereas here, since he's my teacher, I'm more concerned as to what is his vision and how can I help him achieve his vision. You know, and I I, I have strong viewpoints in that. But I never forget the fact that it's his vision. With the other films, with, with Raju, they're so much like they're, they're about education, they're about uh, Gandhian ideals, they're about... Uh, the, so I feel connected with those so far. And uh, that's how it has worked. That, uh, uh, But it's, it's the same thing. It's the same thing. I've, I've been on his... No, in Shikara, he was there. Was all, there? He, all he spent work? one year of his life on Shikara. And on Eklavya also. On all my films. I mean, Broken Horses, he was in Broken California horse. with me for six months. Yeah. yeah. So... Viduji, so many genres. It's like a microcosm of so many different colors. Thomas was a thriller. Everybody would have thought, now there is this new director who's only going to make some really... <laughs> Uh, you know, who done it kind of film and then you go ahead and you make something else, then you make Parinda, then you make one of the most gorgeous, romantic, beautiful, set in a time period, which, which was uh, R.D. Saab's last, 1942, a love story, then you make a film about what your soul is and before I end, I have just lost 10 minutes, I'm already crying, there's so much more to talk to you about Mission Kashmir. Then, uh, uh, you know, you start producing and there is Three Idiots, there's Munabai, then you do Vazir. And then, of course, uh, almost like a rounding off of a semi-circle of a journey is Shikara. But you never stuck to a genre. 
and this is what i was searching for constantly in the whole journey of unscripted there was no method to the madness ever mm-hmm. every time there was madness there was another method to it what is this what is this that you couldn't be straight jacketed into a frame see uh, yeah and for downable no i'll tell you what i think life becomes very boring for me if you start following a certain path kya ye thriller hai then i'm now let me tell you after a film like shikara which deals with the refugees in uh, kashmir as you know the i've just written a film called barish which is a which is a crazy thriller it's a very twisted film about a couple out there in the middle of nowhere and and they want to kill each other so it's it's completely different when you will see barish will say ha huh, this guy directed shikara and that's the fun of it you know that's the fun of it it's like otherwise let's say you are very good at a certain kind of food like kashmiri food we love but if you eat kashmiri food every day it's boring beyond a point it's nice to go i have spanish have italian have french try different cuisines try different life try different cinema genres i mean that's the fun of it to well, me life biggest thing to me to me yeah. life is greater than cinema far greater than cinema and therefore i want to enjoy my life you know so the yes. biggest thing But that is we belong to a film industry we belong to a film industry uh, just a minute abijat yeah. this thread i want to continue we belong to a film industry which is so formula driven there are i, I don't belong to yes. i must tell you right yes. i don't belong to that no. yes yes you don't yes you don't broken horses when you look at broken horses and What you have not written, I don't know why. Because I remember when you spoke about broken houses to me, I was sitting in your home having pava with you and Anupama ji, and you said, you know, Vani, what James Cameron said? It's like a snake which actually engulfs you yeah, and yeah. takes you, you know, uh, in its in its uh, in its roundedness. So, and that is a Hollywood film. I mean, it's a true blue Hollywood film with the cast. So this kind of audacity again. to be in a film industry which is so formula driven everything is a prototype of each other one film one love story 1942 love story some 100 bonsai moronic versions of 1942 a love story went in wrong for many many years later and they all miserably failed because they did not have the spirit of a vidhu vinod chopra and the music of adi varma but it must be sometimes um eliminating as an analogy to belong to a formula driven industry and yet have a mind of your own and do exactly what you wish to do no vani i don't belong to the industry frankly you ask any industry fellow they will say he is not in the industry i don't go to collect my own awards i'm, I'm really and be, i'm not i'm the guy who hasn't yet made third bunna bhai because whatever script abijat has so far come to it's not as good as we like and and raju so when raju and abijat bring only a great munna by 3 we'll make it otherwise i won't make it which studio will do it by now to munna by 3 4 5 the 8 ban gaya hota bade bade ghar ban gaye hote badi gaadi aa gayi see because i come from a humble background and and my father told me when i was a kid ke tu aisa hai maine kaha maine filmmaker ban to he said tu nahi ban sakta kahan filme banayega bombay kahan pahunchega tu mochi ban ja gali ka par gali ka best mochi banna now that has stayed with me for years you know and and by the way i just and i want to tell this to abijat and you know they can chop it off werner herzog just wrote back and werner herzog read the book and he said the best thing in the book was your father's picture he said i could see yeah. the picture 
and know why you are who you are. Wow. And that to me is what I'm all about. Wow. My, my background, my father from where I come. You know, there's a thing in the movie, uh, in the book, sorry, where that this great king went to the saint on his horse and this, he had heard so much about the saint and they said, I've come here to build your ashram, do anything for you, please ask me anything. And the saint was sitting, it was winter and there was sun and the saint said, can you move a little bit, you're blocking the sunlight. So the king moved, got off, what can I do for you? And the saint said, but you've already done what I asked for. But you haven't asked for anything. He said, yes, I did. You were blocking my sun. So I said, move. Now I have the sunshine. That's all I want. So if your needs are the sunshine, which is what I'm trying to do with me. I mean, it's not as good as that, but you know. So if your needs are limited, then you don't have to seek favors, don't have to make compromises, don't have to do any uh, film industry jargon, um, fake friendships, fake nothing. You need nothing because your needs are limited and you then enjoy your life like, like the great saint. Kashmir is such a big part of your soul. And constantly, constantly in the book, Sufis, Sufi saints, Sufi yeah, poets, yeah. Prabhupada. There's just one little, very small paragraph I must read and then um, Shikara is the film I love the most because it's very close to my heart. As I said, it's a story I made for my mother. It's a story of our family. That's how we grew up at 35A uh, Wazir Bagh, Srinagar, Kashmir. And then you say to Abhijat, I remember the day you called me from Ahmedabad and asked if three idiots was a big hit and I told you, yes, it's huge. I've never seen such box office figures. And you said, while we were writing three idiots, you never imagined it would be a big hit, did we? We both laughed. That's what it's all about, Abhijat. When we write a film, we never think about whether it's, uh, it will succeed or not. The day we start thinking about that, it's time to hang our boots. Yeah. So, I stand by that book as a good book. <laughs> <laughs> it's a beautiful book. You and Abhijat Joshi. Yeah. I mean, I think I know we can do a franchise of this book too. As we yeah. can do so many more. Because this is like, this is unscripted and unfinished, you know. Yeah. But coming to Kashmir, I'm reminded of this very beautiful uh, Sufi, uh, the Nandrush uh, Mahmood Gami genre of, uh, uh, you know, sayings. And one saying which goes so well with you is, um, The churning of life and the pain within shall continue as a journey together. Um, Viduji, somewhere deep down, that little Kashmiri boy, you know, has just remained intact. He went nowhere. The boy from Wazir Bagh is right there, you know. And the childlike abandonment, the, the, the uh, capacity to look at things and yet inquire more. I think this is what connotates your cinema, your craft, your beautiful smile, your mind, uh, your madness, your associations with people like Abhijat and Rajkumari Rani. So, um, finally, when you think of Kashmir today and when you think of childhood, what is that one thing that just emerges? You are a filmmaker, so everything would be visual within your own mind, which comes back, running back to you. 
I miss the, the nightingale. He used to call it bulbul. It's, it, it used to come to my room in the morning and chirp. I used to wake up with the sound of nightingale. I really miss that nightingale. Abhijat, <laughs> how many more uh, um, franchise editions of Unscripted could we be ready for? I'm going to whisper something to Nasreen Munni Kabir after I'm done with that session. I'm going to actually call it out. Yeah, <laughs> we we will talk to Nasreen ji. She will uh, extract some more of these conversations. There, there is so much more uh, lying there, and there's so much more that I can uh, I can have another book of conversations for sure. So you, you know, know, the crazy what, thing, Abhijat, is now I say something to someone, and I say, oh, it's not in the book. Never <laughs> 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 put it in the book. <laughs> because I said something to to Shikhar yesterday. I said, yeah. <laughs> yeah, I think this is such anyway. a good one. Yeah, we have to put it back. Yeah, we'll, we'll no. probably. But we'll probably. more power to you, more power to Thank your you. madness. Thank keep you. Keep the dolphin moments alive Thank and you. also keep this journey going. There are so many more youngsters who still want to learn under the Vidu Vinod Chopra school of, uh, you know, uh, 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 influence of filmmaking. I don't call it acting or training, I call yes. it influence. They're a very you. major influence. And I think it will be very influential for the people who will read this book. And Abhijat Joshi, uh, make Munna Bhai three. Three, yes, please. Yes, we are waiting for it, you know. We no, no, it will happen. Thank you to the Japanese Literature Festival. No, we will get there. Thank we you to the Japanese Literature Festival. Uh, but before we go, I am going to be a little audacious. And I want you to hum Kuch Na Kaho for us, please. कुछ ना कहो कुछ भी ना कहो क्या कहना है क्या सुनना है देन इट गोज वेरी आई थैंक यू सो थैंक यू Many, 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 many more creative journeys together and independent of each other to you. Thank you. Thank you. Thank you. Thank you for listening to Jaipur Bites, the JLF podcast. I'm your host, Laksh Tata. This podcast is produced by Launchora in association with Teamwork Arts. Please subscribe or follow to this show wherever you're listening to this. Thank you.